0: so when was your last checkup oh no not you although that's important too but when was your last vehicle checkup when it comes to service nobody knows your chevy better than your local chevy dealer go to chevydrivechicago.com to schedule an appointment today all right reg you ready to go no lollygagging today we've got a guest we got to be uh, on time so let's go i'll give you the uh three s's i'll give you the countdown you give me the music and uh we'll do a podcast all right you ready to go Thumbs up. The instrument is in fine form, so let's do it. Star, smile, strong. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. And welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. Where else would we be? But as you know, as a regular listener, your responsibility does not end there. Listening is good, but it's not extra credit. So get out there. Spread the word. Send a message. Send a link to your friends, to your family. Anyone who listens to a podcast, tell them that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podcastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion, and of course, that little extra effort might just get you into heaven. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, go to WGNRadio.com, go to the podcast section, go into the prompt for this podcast. In fact, they've actually redesigned the WGN Radio page. It looks all spiffy. So go in there, hit the prompt, and you will find, I hope, you're supposed to at least in theory, all previous podcasts. There's certainly a boatload in there. There should be at least 305, 305 should be in there. So that only means one thing. Welcome to episode... 306 306. And I'm happy to announce that uh, we've got a guest today. Regular Pop Culture Club contributor Emily Arminetti is on with us. Hello, Emily.
1: Hey, Jim.
0: Good to talk to you.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here.
0: Whenever uh, something happens in the pop culture world, you are on my bat phone.
1: Oh, yeah, did something happen?
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> are are you taking a line from Amy Schumer? Yeah, did something happen exactly. while I was away yeah. uh, getting out of that Superman or Spider-Man outfit? I don't know
1: what you're talking about. There seems to
0: be a change in the mood here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, it was wow, the, the 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 day the the uh the earth uh stood still. Um ironically, Last week in episode 305, I was talking about how I felt that the Oscars really up to this point. I've been talking about this for many years and with Emily and we've had debates on this. Um, I've felt that over the last several years the, Oscar, the the Oscars, the Academy awards have really begin uh, begun to to lose their luster and to have almost felt irrelevant, certainly over the last couple of years with COVID, The movie industry itself has been so impacted that it almost felt like, why are we bothering? Because nobody is really seeing movies, not out of disinterest to some extent, that's the case, but no one's seeing movies because they couldn't go to a theater. And, uh, you know, and now, of course, uh, there's more options, first run films coming to the home through streaming, but still, it does seem like there is a little apathy. And that the movie business as a whole, aside from your superhero or your kid movies, really, nobody is really rushing to theaters except for action films, superhero films or, you know, animated kid films. So why are we even having the Oscars? And that was basically the uh, the thrust. I was like, I just remember. And we've talked about this and you've said this, too, that, you know, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you know. For movie fans, the Oscars were our Super Bowl.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to another podcast where they were what? pointing out What? Like- <laughs> Well, no, I listen to oh. your podcast. I People can listen to more than one podcast. Everyone is a winner, Jen. Oh. It's okay.
0: Well, I, um, I, 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 I didn't know it's the, okay. the betrayal.
1: Yeah, no, I, yours is the first one. Oh, yeah. But you okay. only have one a week. You
0: know? Oh, a lot of oh hours boy. Wow. So, wow. Okay.
1: Anyway, yeah. but they were kind of talking about, this kind of resonated with me. Um, what, you know, do, does anybody even remember what one best? picture last year and it really I, made me think because i know
0: i i asked i asked my wife that last night we were talking about this i said for instance what won last year and she didn't remember right, right. what and won two years ago what one i'll give you what won two years ago
1: yeah <laughs> and, and I, I know and i think and he's like you know are, will people even still be talking about we don't even remember what won last year let alone are we gonna be talking about it decades from now now i think back to the mid 90s I distinctly remember. To this day, I'm still mad that Pulp Fiction didn't win Best <laughs> Picture. But of course, Pulp Fiction lost to Forrest Gump.
0: Did it really? It, wow. Yeah, it did.
1: And I remember being so annoyed because yeah. having seen both both films, yeah. I I actually really did think that Pulp Fiction was the better film. But I also understood why Yeah. It was I a could phenomenal. see why Forrest Gump, you know, because Forrest Gump was so epic and, you know, prolific Yeah, and yeah but to like, your
0: point, think about this. But, I would I would argue that twenty years later, more people talk about pulp fiction than they do about Forrest Gump. Well,
1: probably. But the fact is we still talk about those movies. You know, right. people still think about them and remember them and maybe have even seen them. I mean, I know I've seen what you know, was the Oscar winner
0: times. two years ago? I'll throw that quote. Do you remember? Right. Well, I, I don't, don't remember. No,
1: I don't remember. So this is the thing. It's like, you know. Oh, wasn't
0: it Parasite? Was it Parasite?
1: It might have been Parasite, but I mean, no, you know. I don't know. It, it, Parasite could have, I mean, Parasite definitely won Best Picture. I couldn't tell you what year.
0: Yeah, so, so maybe it was. somewhat
1: recent. So, so that's the thing. It's like it does feel very different than it used to you know and the point that this podcaster was making and i was like yes this is exactly he literally took the words right out of my mouth it's like this is the best picture this year but are these great no.
0: films well and you know I've, been I mean? scre- well, I've been screaming at be, that as well when you put them
1: up against and you watch you know they trotted out francis ford coppola oh. and you know al pacino and robert de niro for and I thought that was kind of weird. We can talk about that, but yeah, you know, the Godfather. Okay, what? P, I mean, that is right. something people will never stop talking yeah. about. No. You know those films, yeah. and you know we've just moved on to a different time where it it, it doesn't feel well, like
0: because because the they're other making
1: great films. Anymore. Well, it's
0: not a, well. Well, that I agree with, and that was part of what I talked about last week. I just I you know I think Hollywood because the problem is Hollywood itself has sold out. They have they don't they don't have the um the the drive to make great movies anymore they are just trying to make popular movies there is a huge pandering now to the masses and we're it's not just hollywood it's everything i mean i don't know if you're a big sports fan or not but over the last several months you know baseball is you know changing its rules and wanting to add all these different things because they're you know they're not getting the the same television ratings and it's like you know either you like baseball or you don't yeah and by continuing to 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 change its rules and to change what really made it great to just appeal to the flavor of the month you are not being true to the 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 sport itself and you're only opening yourself up to it. So, how are you going to change it in 10 years from now when tastes change again? Right. And so, I think with films, sadly, um, COVID certainly put a spotlight in this, but I really believe that, um, that now, what you've seen as to who is going to, to theaters now, I think the, the, the majority, even after COVID, you will see very few dramas. And surprisingly, even romantic comedies are not doing well, which was always a staple. Yeah. Especially with your generation. (laughs) Um, But even that, you know, those kind of movies are people are watching those at home. You know, I don't, you know, the only things that, the only movies that are making any real money that are actually bringing some people back to theaters are your Spider Man and your Batman and your James Bond. Or your Encanto, or and your so it's animated and it's superheroes. It's aimed at little kids and big kids, kids who right. are twelve, and then sadly, all the arrested development adults who are fifty years old and still kids. Uh, they still haven't matured out of their comic book years and probably never will. So that's it. But I where to your I was just thinking about the other day. Where can you think? Wh- wh- what what kind of money? would a movie like Kramer vs. Kramer make today?
1: Oh, I know. Well, Nothing. That's, I know. A, that's great a great film, film.
0: Great film, great acting, story, everything about it. Kramer vs. Kramer with Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman about a divorced family would not have a chance today in today's world. It was the best picture. It was a huge hit. It wouldn't even take a blip on the radar screen in today's right. world. And 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 people flocked to see that film at theaters. It wasn't just like, oh, it's an artsy film. Not at all. That was a mainstream hit. And I don't see in today's world. So my point is the Oscars are doing the same thing like baseball is. They're pandering to the ratings. They're pandering to the audience. You know, we've seen them, you know, expand the category so that more popular films. You know, to your point, this is about the Oscars are meant to highlight the best, not the most popular, the best of the year. Right. And I believe that they are, are succumbing to the pressures of ratings, and now even the ratings haven't been there the last couple of years. So you tell me. I, I've been screaming to you about how there shouldn't be any hosts. How uh, I've been saying this. I think you've been holding out You know, hope because for whatever reason you're still an optimist. I don't know why. I
1: don't mind the hope. I mean, Uh, no, no. But I'm just saying is that you
0: you have been clinging to. I love the Oscars now. After the last couple of years and the other night, are you still there, or are you? Have you come to the dark side, Luke?
1: Well, I mean, look, I'm still going to watch. And honestly, it's see. I
0: don't think here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to watch. I didn't watch it live. I was not in town. I was I was at an event. So I I actually couldn't watch it, but I'll be honest with you. I don't really know if it's, uh, that's what I really want to talk about today. Are they irrelevant? Why is this show still on? I don't see what, no one's seeing the movies. We're having, we're having, uh, you know, street fights now on stage. Uh, What does this represent? Well, I mean, I think
1: they're relevant to me, but again, like you said, I'm an optimist and I still like the Oscars. But the, I mean, I think the thing is like, when you so for you know these award shows got so boring and so dull, and like it's all very self congratulatory, and I think that is part of also why people are moving away from you know it's it's like it's a combination of the lack of you know inspiring films and what's happening in the film industry, and then it's also this you know, these, they're just getting so boring. I mean, remember when, what's his name? Roberto Benigni, was that his name? When he jumped on the chair and ran around and whatever, you know, exciting things like that used to happen, which, you know, gives me conflicted feelings about what happened the other night because it's like, on one hand, I mean, I think what Will Smith did was awful. I mean, it was, (laughs) it was like really horrifying yeah. to
0: watch yeah it was it was abhorrent it was it was terrible But i
1: mean i mean honestly the sad question is is this going to make people are people suddenly gonna be like oh i mean, maybe I should i don't i might miss something if i don't you know yeah but
0: you know what the, but, yeah, and, and that's a valid point but my question is what are we missing i mean do i need to see two guys another guy uh, assault someone on well, television no,
1: God, no and no that's and, and, that's and, and, what
0: happened
1: well right and that is my main. i mean it's just more the point that when unexpected things happen Sometimes it, people gravitate. Oh, no, towards, I understand
0: that. But, but my point is, what we, we, we're gravitating to. Because,
1: because honestly, I wish I hadn't seen that. You know, I really hated watching that. Yeah. I mean, I almost, you know, it was so hard to watch. And then it was also hard to like, it's hard to think about it after the fact, too, because the entire evening. Oh, yeah. Is now about that.
0: Oh, here's the and- thing perfect example. You're exactly correct. Okay, I I, I I was at a concert. I came back. I, I call my wife up, and she tells me about what happened. We talked for a half hour, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hung up. She never, we never, I never asked. She never told me about what was Best Picture. Right. We didn't right. talk about any of the awards. I didn't find, I, I mean, my curiosity, because this was such a big story, to your point about are we attracted to it because something happened, you know, I didn't ask. And this is the same guy, as I said on the podcast last week, who used to, who used to write up envelopes what? with my picks and, and, you know, type them up and give them to her and open them while they were being opened on TV. That's how into this I was. And here for a half hour, we talked about the Academy Awards that just finished and I didn't ask her and she didn't tell me any of the winners.
1: Right. Well, and this is the thing. And it's like I, in the very first instance, I have to say, like, I, I really feel bad for Chris Rock. I mean, the man was assaulted like on stage
0: and there's and, and nobody no. is coming to his defense.
1: Well, nobody's coming to his defense. And I think that this is a complicated situation, right? Because he made a joke. Um, It was in very poor taste, but also because, because it was in poor taste because, we we now know if we didn't already know that jada pinkett smith has shaved her head because she suffers from alopecia and that is you know something that from what i've read like you know people really struggle with that emotionally as well as physically and so clearly this this cut very deep however you know in the first place uh chris rock is a comedian and you know there is somewhat of a social contract with comedians that they are, they do, they are, they do sort of walk that line. They do. Amy Schumer
0: made a joke. She made, she, she joked about Aaron Sorkin,
1: right? Yeah. Well, they did. Did he come up and hit her? Well, right. They, they do. And this, (laughs) they, they do, they do say things like that happens pretty regularly that are considered offensive. They walk that line all the time.
0: Could you you imagine if Don Rickles, what if Don Rickles was at this thing? Well,
1: Sometimes they get sometimes they get canceled for things like that, right? Like look at Kathy Griffin. Right. Her she yeah. had never really bounced back from that Trump it, thing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And that I don't even think that was even comedy when she was doing that. Now, the Chris Rock joke, it wasn't even a good joke. It was a right? terrible joke. It, I mean, I, I question how I didn't even get the joke and I was around <laughs> you know thirty years ago for G.I. Jane. I mean, how many people it was a, such an obscure reference anyway. Yeah. But 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 the thing is too that I question, and maybe some people are questioning now or should be questioning. You know, I don't know that Chris Rock knew that Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't think she I don't think he did.
0: I I think she he saw a bald head.
1: Now, does that make it any less hurtful for her? Not really, but it still doesn't make it okay. I mean, like I think in any case, even like no matter what. They were both wrong, right? Like he made a dumb, tasteless joke. It was a hurtful joke, as it turns out. We now know, deeply hurtful. But also, Will Smith, that doesn't—you can't just go around punching. And if you have a problem, I have wondered. You see, what if Don Rickles had been there? I wonder now, what if, what if that had been a sound mixing guy who walked up and punched Chris right. Rock in the face yeah. would he have been allowed to return to his well no seat well, well there's so
0: many there's so many, there's things, so many things wrong so with this cish, with the scenario so but the first, the first the first the first but- thing is that if you have a problem i mean Will Smith we know now is he's 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 got a he's disturbed
1: well he seems like he's going through some
0: stuff yeah there's okay. th- there's some some there- problems here but my point is uh, nobody in his group, no one as far as security involved, did anything to deescalate this problem.
1: Well, they say Denzel Washington...
0: I mean physically.
1: After the fact.
0: After, after, yeah, I'm saying physically. Well, there were some, There should have been somebody in his group when he stood up. Somebody should have grabbed him by the arm.
1: Well, I don't think people... You know, so a a lot of the analysis and even at the time I rewound it several times because I was like, was that even real or was that like a stunt? Well, I think. Yeah. So, like, I think in the moment, well, first of all, I don't think people thought he was going to physically assault him. But I think also in the moment, you know, and this happens at these award shows, I think people thought this was a bit. I don't think they realized it was serious until he returned to his seat and was yelling yeah, and then, swearing. Yeah. And I think then they really realized, um, oh, because you can see poor Lupita Nyong'o sitting in the shot the whole time. Yeah, right, looking, yeah. Thing. And you can see her go from like,
0: laughter, yeah, like, to almost like nervous laughter to like,
1: oh, the realization that, oh, wait, this, this isn't is, like a yeah. bit. Like, well, this plus really
0: I thought, terrifying. I think Chris, I think the reason why, if you remember, if you said, because I've re-ran it uh, many times too, if you look at it, Chris Rock is in no way protecting himself.
1: Well, because he's not. I mean, Well, yeah, that, thought,
0: well this is know. my point. I thought I think Chris Rock thought, and and it would, and to your point about this, you you're thinking either it's a bit or it's going to be some kind of a you know maybe he walks up. Here is what I would if I was Chris Rock because he goes oh oh and he was laughing.
1: Yeah, right. I it's
0: thought exactly. he probably thought he was going to come up to him and maybe shake his finger in his mouth like. You know his right, face exactly. like you be you know, you naughty little boy.
1: Yeah. You know, right. don't
0: do that or or, or you know, t- or say something, Or say, like uh, you know, okay, you got one and I'll right. you know, it, it, the next time and you'll go joke about it and sit down. So I think he was completely surprised and shocked. It was shocked before I think he was Completely, you know, disheveled and shocked after. Oh, happened. totally flustered. Yeah, well, totally flustered. And then mean, when he's yelling me, at this him, This is
1: really real because Chris Rock could barely pull himself, and, and rightfully so. I mean, I would think after you've been, I thought it was a punch when I first saw it. Yeah, but whatever. You've been struck in the face. Now You're up, you you've been invited there to present. He's a former host of the Oscars. Right? Okay, he's been. He's a friend, friend of theirs,
0: and he's a friend of theirs.
1: Well, I'm not sure how friendly. Well, they both. You know, whatever, well, but.
0: well. I'm just saying is that they both. You you know, a few years ago, they both boycotted the Oscars um, because of the lack of nominees. Yeah, they were kind well, of united yeah, that in that front.
1: That, that, no, Chris Rock. Chris Rock hosted that year, the Oscars. So white year that that Jada Pinkett Smith announced that she was he made a joke about it in his right but
0: i think there was another year but there's been several years like that but here's
1: the other thing too it's like so i so you in some way and you're right not a lot of people have been defending chris rock and i think there is a lot of nuance there because we don't know that he knew that she had this condition i don't think he no and but also you know that and then that aside it's like all of the other people who won first of all I would say Questlove in the first instance because his category was, was the one that was. I know. Best, right? I know. Chris Rock could barely get the word.
0: <laughs> I know. Who, who
1: the heck? Like an hour later, I was trying to remember who even won that category. Right. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so you know, all of the people who were there, who were nominated, the people who won. You know, uh, you have someone who actually made history there. Tony Kotzer from Coda, right? You know the guy the first who won Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that man made history and the whole oh, it's all obliterated. About what Will oh, Smith yeah. Did. No, like I said, and so yeah. I do think and I mean, I guess Will Smith in the moment when he was accepting his award apologized no. in, to the Academy and, to the, you know, the, the other people there. But like, this really is I mean, he really did take that night away from himself and from everybody else
0: oh yeah know? well not only that I mean first of all uh what's interesting I did not I'd never heard of this and I mean I've been around you know I, I was alive when it happened and I was aware of it I saw it I was watching it as a little kid but apparently this is my point so uh you know you can argue that uh, maybe they thought it was a bit and that's why they let them go up there but you know there should have been there, there was no security at all yeah. Uh, at all, I mean, there was not a hint of him being stopped or, or at all at any kind of thing, whether, you know, and, and the thing is that people say, well, well, like you said, well, maybe it was a bit. Okay. Well, then if it was a bit, then security would have been told, okay, look, you know, he's going to walk up to the stage. Right. So don't stop yeah. him. If, right. if he walked up to the stage, then somebody is supposed to be there. Somebody I don't see. There was no. I don't see. There's any security there anyway. Because I, here's my I point. Know. I, but here's my point. Have it. Well, here's my thing. I just read this the other day. Apparently, and I wasn't aware of this. When Marlon Brando, ironically, fifty years ago, when you know when the when the film was probably the next year, but it was still that's when the movie came out in seventy two. When Marlon Brando won for The Godfather, and he sent up, uh, you know, a, a Native American. To accept his award and talk about the injustices that the Native Americans have gone through. And you're aware of that, right? Yes. And he yeah. sent that the, yes. the woman up there. What I've never heard is when when she went up there, John Wayne, who was an ultra conservative, John Wayne was so angry that this was happening that he got up. And he was gonna he was going toward the stage
1: no really to stop her to
0: stop her or or do something mm-hmm. and he was restrained by security right And so this is my point. you know there was no security here. there was no there you know and then the other side of the coin is okay let's pretend we thought it was a bit. It was clear after he hit him and after he was yelling at him and swearing at him. That this was not a bit, and right. this was a man who was out of control. Because if you saw when he was saying, "You know, don't put my wife's name in your mouth," right. though his eyes were—that was rage. Right. That wasn't—he's not that good of an actor. He, let's not forget, he's still the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh no! Well, you I'm mean. just joking. Ju- no, I, my, my, my point is that John was real.
1: Yeah, body, I know, you know? right. Yeah.
0: No, my point is that was rage. That was real. And yeah. he, so if you if you let's I'll give you I'll give you the he goes up to the stage and we didn't know what to expect was he just going to go wave his finger at him or make a little joke. Right. I'll give you that. But when he sat down and was screaming expletives and was in a rage he should have been escorted out of the room because at that point he is a threat to Chris Rock again because he could have run right up there again. Yeah. Or he's a threat to the people around or he's a threat to that thing. And I'll be honest with you, if you want to make some real news about, wow, will people watch again? To be honest with you, he should have been escorted out of the building. And when he because you know, they don't know who's going to win, right? There's only those people from Ernst & Young who know who's going to win. Right. But if you want to really know what should have happened there, he was a a threat to to that entire room, and he should have been escorted out, and when he won, they should have said, the winner is Will Smith. He is unable to accept his award, because the, 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 what I, what, my, the, the takeaway from this is, what I'm seeing in this bigger picture, we can all debate all these, and everybody has over the last week or so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What bothers me the most is, once again, our society. And that's the problem here. I'm looking always looking at big kind of issues and lessons learned. No accountability, no consequences. You just said, and well, you are, there are correct. No
1: consequences for certain people. Well, I mean, well, but you know what?
0: But that. But I know that. But you know what? You're sending a message. You're sending a message to everybody who's watched that, that now this is okay. You know, this all started with this whole idea. You know, you know, you know Kanye West, remember when he got up at the Grammys or whatever yes, the thing was yes. and, and did the same kind of BS about Taylor Swift, and he made it about him as opposed about the event. And this really started 30 years ago when spike lee became this big at the basketball games you know walking the sidelines and screaming at refs and high-fiving players you are you are a spectator you're invited you're not a part of it and and this what? has all progressed to the point where now we have, there is, a, there is a, an entitlement, and especially by, and you just nailed on the head, by certain people who live in that rarefied air that no rules apply to them, that they can do anything they want, and, and they've seen others do it and get away with it. And that my point is that we are sending a message to anyone, not only other actors, but everyone else that you know what you can get away with this. You said, and you were correct you're correct, he stole the moment from himself and the, the event. He should have been what what should have happened was he shouldn't have been allowed to steal it. They should have stolen it from him. He should not have been able to have accepted his award. He was nominated, and you know what? You just did a horrific thing and you are punished. So if you win, you know what, this is the biggest night of your life and you screwed it up. You don't get to give your speech. And that would have sent a message that this is not tolerated.
1: Right? Well, so the thing is like, you know, um, it, it it as he said I mean it, he created what he, he said it in his speech it was a complicated moment that, right? I do that,
0: that speech is, is irrelevant to me I don't care what I you know, say it, I know, it, that I know. It, that speech is is BS he's talking about the Lord it's it's all it, it, it's it's irrelevant
1: I know but I think here, here's actions thing. speak You're louder right. than they, words these, these people live in rarefied air and I think while an everyday average guy who walks up to another guy and assaults him like that would have real consequences. Of course. There is a reason why. But the thing is too, there's also I think a cer it takes a certain person to make it in that industry and to make it to the level that will smith has and i think there's a lot that goes into that i mean you have to be tenacious you have to be certain thing you have to be a, able to get out there and hustle you have to take rejection but i think also there is an element of narcissism with a lot of
0: oh you think well, what are you talking industry. about that's all it is
1: well and so this that is that the height of narcissism too. i mean that plays part of it too it's about Making the whole thing about him. Yeah, but now, we have
0: I allowed narcissism. Narcissism, been- narcissism has been a lot. Narcissism today is celebrated. And, uh, you know, there was a time when you were told not to show off, that you were right. called a hot dog. Now our culture celebrates narcissism. We encourage narcissism.
1: Right. Well, it, it's certain generate. I mean, there's a generational thing that happens. Well,
0: that, but but, right? they, but they're like, running. But, but not- yeah, but anybody who's from 14 to 30 has been yeah. raised on this that you are the greatest thing on earth, and anything you want to do is right, and and you should bring as much attention to yourself by doing whatever you can do, and it is rewarded. Reality TV has rewarded it. Uh, TikTok has rewarded it. Uh, YouTube has rewarded it. Th- that's the message here.
1: Yeah. Now, as far as the Academy is concerned, you know, because I do I mean, I question like if this had just been a sound mixer, they probably would have been escorted out of the building, even if they were a nominee. Right. But the Academy. So the Academy said nothing about it. I don't think that night, but the next day they issued a statement, they condemned his actions. And they're still, so, and they're they still
0: debating whether they're going to either take his a, award they, away or, you know,
1: well they, I don't which think they're, they're not going to do. A, I mean, they they're not going to do be that. A, I don't think they're going to do that, but they, they said there's going to be a formal review and they're exploring further action and consequences. Now, it, it's possible that they could suspend him from the Academy, which would have implications for him, you know, like for whatever amount of time, if that's the route they go, you know, he might not be eligible for nomination for any, you know, of any films that come out during that time. He may not be able to attend the awards. He may, you know, so there could be some consequences. I mean, I...
0: Are those know, real consequences? What, what you've well, just said, a, are those be, real, con- are those consequences that right. would that would really alter anyone else's uh, behavior in the future? Oh, you won't be no, able to go to the Oscars no. next year? Oh, know, big
1: deal. I know, I know. and I... And, and and I think that this all suggests that he, you know, I mean, it it doesn't suggest he got away with it in, in the moment. You know, he, he, he got away with it in the moment. The question is, is he going to get off scot-free? Is he going to completely get away with it? Because, you know, it's been a couple of days and like, I, I don't know. I mean, he, we've seen, I've seen footage of him dancing at the after parties. He,
0: he, got, got, a he got a standing ovation at the night. Vanity Fair party an hour later.
1: Well, this is the other thing that is disheartening about it, because it isn't just about Chris Rock, even though, yeah, that's horrible that he was assaulted like that. Um, You know, it did take away from all the other nominees and all the other winners that night and everybody who works hard to put that whole thing together. But then also, um, you know, right after that happened, I mean... He did jump out of his seat and he sort of forced a handshake on Questlove as Questlove was coming up to the stage. And I thought that was really strange. It's like, after you've just done this, you might want to just sit quietly in your seat for a couple of minutes. Cause now Questlove's got to, he's trying to accept his award, you know, that happened. And then. When Will Smith won, I noticed that in the audience, not from everyone, but from some people, he got a standing ovation. I read that during the commercial break, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban went over and hugged him and comforted him and that he was comforted by Denzel Washington. This is the commercial break, I believe, in between when it happened and before he accepted his award. But so, you know, this is all and I get that a lot of these people were. In, in, in what I've read from a lot of people, and because there have been a lot of, you know, boots on the ground, you know, people reporting back from what it was really like in the room. I do understand that many of them were very stunned for the rest of the broadcast over the whole situation. And people do strange things when they're, you know, Hollywood to me, I'm but sorry, go it ahead. feels disheartening that everyone sat and witnessed this happen and then there was sort of this congratulatory i mean i know that there and there are a lot of people who are jumping in to defend will smith and they have various reasons for doing that that they've been upfront about you know whether they say hey you know he was sticking up for his wife and he should be applauded for that. Or she's got a serious medical condition, and it's not funny, and it's very hurtful. I mean, I still fall into the camp, and I, I know a lot of people do that. Well, violence is never okay, and yeah. we don't ever. I, I we teach you our kids could stick up day. to
0: your wife. We, you could stick up for we, your wife, and, after, and what's which was supposed to be done is you see Chris Rock after the thing, and you say, "I don't appreciate that," and I think you should apologize to my wife.
1: Well or quite frankly, quite frankly, Will Smith could have walked up onto the stage, taken the mic from him and done that. No, no, he's not
0: No, 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 no. no, no. That's narcissism again. You you are this is you are not this is not your event that is not responsible. You, 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 that is not the way an adult acts. You are, if somebody insults you, fine. You don't make a scene and put the spotlight on you. You wait until the commercial break, or you wait until you see Chris rock and you say, and, and you could sit there and be very pissed off. You can certainly show that you're not happy but it's not your place to get up on stage and make some big uh you know kind of uh, act here whether it's grabbing a mic or doing anything that's not your place whether you right. were insulted or not that is not the way you act unless well, you are think- just a, a just allowed to do whatever you you know what you're basically saying is then we all can act impetuously. We all can just act on our emotions. we don't have there's no sense of, of, of order or, or decorum or anything. If we're mad, we can do whatever we want. That's not the way we can we live in a, a civilized society.
1: And, and I agree with you and I you know and I, I, I've got two kids right I Tell them regularly, we do not ever put our hands on another person. Exactly. We do not do that. It doesn't matter. But this, but that. No, it doesn't matter what happened before. We don't ever do that. But I also think in the analysis of this, some things that are coming out suggest that maybe Will Smith was just so triggered. Like the Today Show this morning play, played a clip of Hoda Kotb's interview of him when he, I guess it was like he released his his uh, memoir, um, and I don't know when that was sometime in recent years. Um, and she, one thing that they, this clip package that they played, um, he talked about how his,
0: um, I understand his father, domestic
1: violence in his home. And, and he feels as an adult, he looks back and feels like a coward because he feels like he didn't step in to defend his mother. And so, you know, part of that, you have to think like, okay. Well, any... Carry, with, I, there's a difference between being insulted and being triggered and I'm not I'm not defending what he did I'm just saying that uh, it seems like this well was,
0: everybody is triggered by something so then we can't yeah. live in a society because I don't know what your triggers are
1: well right so I
0: can't say or do anything for the fear then of being being hit by anyone at any time if I go to a grocery store or anything else because this trigger stuff is another thing that okay I I can't explain the, the society cannot change to make your life acceptable we live in a community where you have to live together and there's sometimes when you have to make concessions for the larger group and to to make this guy now seem like a victim which it sounds like is happening here is ridiculous he's not the victim
1: well yeah and and I, I have been kind of surprised that there has been such a sympathetic reaction in over the course of the last couple of days because it, again at the end of the day if you go back to it doesn't matter you we we do not ever put our hands on anyone you know then that is it i mean there's no exceptions to that and uh that's
0: no we kind can't of we, like- are, we are we this this had better we had better once again we're not going to but we better learn a lesson because if if we are allowing now any kind of behavior and this is my point accountability consequences we have we are removing consequences and accountability from horrible behavior and our society and our culture is suffering from it and we are accepting it and all these are little chips away we're chipping away at things I don't you know you can't if 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 a joke now so in other words we can't so no one is off so now any I have to know Everybody walking down the street. What may trigger them? If I walk, if I if I close a door I, when I'm getting out of my car, or if I don't stop long enough at a stoplight, and somebody's parents got hit because a car went through a stoplight, and they, and now they're triggered. I mean, how do we how do we go on in society if if we have to be concerned about every uh, uh, eight billion people's triggers? How do you how do you perform as a society?
1: Well, I think that's why people are people who are defending Chris Rock are sort of saying like we don't even know that he knew that there was no. a medical condition and you know, I mean
0: I'm just seeing goodbye. a lot of I'm just seeing a lot of bad behavior not being curtailed. And and as 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 long as one person gets away with it again like you just said, then the next person gets away with it too and then and now like we're and I'm reading stuff, oh, well, you know, I mean, he's not the first person to have done this. You know, this other person did this, and and, and you know, uh, and this other person, you know, uh, you know, they talk about taking away his Oscar. Well, they haven't taken Roman Polanski's Oscar away, and they haven't taken uh, Mill Gibson's Oscar away. So why should they take Will Smith's? Well, wait a minute. Well,
1: why? No, here's the reason why. Because what he did happened during their broadcast at. At a show that they invited these people to come to, they invited them to come present. They invited Chris Rock there to be a presenter. So it is a little bit, it's not like, like, you know, you could, you could potentially depending on who you work for. Okay. You maybe could get fired from your job for having criminal charges pressed against you or anything that might violate a code of conduct, say at your office, it could happen. But if you assaulted someone at your office, you'd be fired on the spot.
0: Right. But you know? my point is that people and, are bringing up other things to say, well, wait a minute. If you don't take this person's Oscar away, and here's my view, once again, is. But
1: my my, my thing is, though, with those other guys. I get it. While, the, while their infractions are, you know, also unthinkable and terrible, uh, you know, The Oscars has more at stake here, like the Academy has more at stake here because this was on their turf at their, um, you know, event. And so it is different from Roman Polanski. I understand. But the
0: apologists out there for, for Will Smith and those who want to make him a victim and those who want to to mitigate and to lessen what he did and make excuses for it are looking at other, and especially, sadly, this can't be overlooked. Now there is a racial aspect to this because my point is, if you want to give Will Smith a pass, it's easy to play the race card, so people are saying, "Well, wait a minute, Roman Polanski, white, kept his award." Uh, they're not looking at the nuances that you are. You're you're looking at it from a very logical, nuanced way, which is the right way to do it. But they're looking at this and throwing this other stuff now out into the out into the uh, into the conversation. Well, Mel Mel Gibson is a racist. Uh, you know, Roman Polanski uh, is allegedly a, a, a you know a rapist. This guy's allegedly a racist. So why does Will Smith get off because because you know he did this? And and my point is whether it happened at the event or not shouldn't we if you if you're really you know that's that's why hollywood doesn't know what to do here because they 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 are so ultra liberal and they they they're they're worried about every word and every designation you say and then when something goes against that then they try to make excuses for it you know what you're right roman polanski should have lost his let i'll take it the other way you're right Roman Polanski should have gotten his Oscar taken away. Mel Gibson should get his Oscar taken away. So, how many times do you want real justice? Do you want real, um, or do you want to say, "Well, they got away with it, so why can't I?" That's not the way you. That's not the way you get better. You learn from your mistakes. So, you know what? You know what? We're wrong for not taking Roman Polanski's things away. But now, from now on, we're drawing a line in the sand. You can't do it. You can't act crazy. Whether it's you know, you're going to be up for losing it once again. Consequences, as I said before, the ultimate consequence would have been on on in front of billions of people, millions of people. Will Smith wins, and look at he was not allowed to accept his award. Biggest night, in, but Hollywood did not want to deprive him of his big moment. Right, and that is not the way you work. So I, I, I that's why I said, I think the Oscars are are getting irrelevant because there's double standards. There is a a bending of the rules for those who we like. Um, I mean, if he isn't canceled, then why are half the other? Then why is Kevin Spacey canceled? Why can't Kevin Spacey, who's got two Academy Awards, can't get a job? Right. I mean, this is my point. We 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 make concessions now for those we like, and we cancel those. Why 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 is Al Franken not a senator today? Ridiculous.
1: Well, that, that, and that's political. And uh, so but my point is, he animal. was canceled. Okay. He did
0: something, and oh my god, this is abhorrent. And 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 he's canceled. There's not. There's no. There's no due process. There's no nothing. Uh, he's gone. Kevin Spacey. Oh, this is terrible. Gone. Can't get a job. Will Smith. Oh well, he was triggered. He well, had-
1: I mean, that's just something that I.
0: I understand. No, that. no I mean, but no, but no, but you're right. You're, no, you're right I, for pointing I, out that's I, that's I that's, that's the PR machine that's out there now. There well, is yeah, there is a group out there that is going to try to mitigate this and 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 try to make this sound like he's got a reason, like he's the victim. He's, he's a societal victim. And yes, it was wrong. But we can't keep going with these buts and these commas because you you are allowing bad behavior to be. Not only not, um, uh, punished, but you're actually encouraging it again. Someone's gonna do something worse. Thank God he well, didn't have a gun. Hope, I what mean, if he had a knife? Most,
1: but, yeah, well, that's not, now that was never, I mean, it is. No,
0: but my point is, do you think, here, these, you think Smith, are, do you think Will Smith, do you think Will Smith was, 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 uh, was checked? When he walked I don't know, into that I don't, I don't event, think
1: Will Smith was ever going to walk into the Oscars with a weapon? Hey, I mean,
0: okay, well, <laughs> this is this is like I wouldn't think anyone's going to walk into an airport with a, with a weapon anymore. And how many times do you see people go, "Oh, there was some guy had a gun in his bag." Would you think that's normal? Would you think in today's world that someone would go to an airport with a gun in their bag, but they find him?
1: Well, they do, but that's, you know, I mean, look, <laughs> okay. this is, I think part of the reason why the security was so lax on this is because in that Section of the theater that they're in—that is like the the elite of the elite—and
0: that music, was another right? problem. What was all you know? That show was was such a train wreck. Again, horribly, no horribly produced. Horribly, the 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 in, in memoriam was a disgrace.
1: Oh my God! You know what, Jim? I could not believe. Spirit in the Sky talk oh. about poor taste. I mean, what?
0: Well, not only not only the song was was in poor taste. Oh,
1: no, the song was Well, just, well I- yes,
0: but my point is this is the, this is what's problem with the Oscars and with all these award shows. From a director's stamp, you know this is this is once you know the the original idea for the in in memoriam thing was a a a great idea, and if you remember ten years ago or fifteen years ago, and it really became kind of a staple now of all these award shows, it was a very simple, solemn five minutes Mm -hmm. of no theatrics, no production. It was simply a screen with some light music in the background, with no one on stage, and the flashing of pictures for people to appreciate and remember the people who passed away. Great idea, perfect execution in its original form. But what has happened over the last five or 10 years? When in now in the hands of the producers of these shows, because if you're a director or producer, you are, it's no fun to just aim a camera at a screen for five minutes and just have the pictures there. That's boring. You need right. something to make it exciting. So you need to then now, suddenly, then there were singers. Just a solitary singer would come on and sing some heartwarming song in the right. background. And it wasn't even a person of note, there was just somebody you know, singing a song off to the side. Then a couple of years later, well, now it's Beyonce. And so then what happens? Suddenly the camera now has to choose between who do they show? Beyonce singing or the point of this segment to show the pictures of the people who have passed away and pay them tribute. Yes, but the Oscars have
1: always they've been missing the point for years. They don't even like to let the winners talk. They cut yeah. them off constantly, and the whole point of being there is awarding these people Could for you their work. see
0: any of the so, names? Could you because they had to have this giant choir up there?
1: No, see that's the thing Well the choir okay, beautiful voices they kind of started out in the right you know Inappropriate. To, uh, on the They're... right on the right cuz they started out with what you need which is like i don't know it was like a Sarah McLaughlin song i think which is exactly what what you need for the in memoriam but then when it yeah when it turned to spirit in the sky it was like i didn't know what But
0: i, I don't b- there should be no there should be no competition for attention The idea, there should be no choirs. They shouldn't be singing any Sarah McLaughlin songs. There should be, this is the, this is five minutes to, to appreciate these people. There should be the way it was initially done, as I said before, with just music off stage, no high profile people, no gospel choirs, no bands, no nothing. Aim your camera, show the pictures, play some music in the background. That 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 we don't we don't see anybody. I don't have Beyonce. I don't have nothing. And let me and have the close up on those pictures of those people. You when 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 you bring anyone up and you have a choir or a singer. Now the camera is is diverted from the screen either in a long shot where you can't even see the person or a close-up where somebody, you just barely see them in the their face and uh, their years of, of life and death in the background because now I have to get my close-up on Beyonce or whoever I've chosen. That's not what this is about. Once again, look at me, narcissism. Get out of the way. I know it's boring. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be a camera, a single camera staring at a screen for five minutes. Deal with it. That's the point. Of that segment, not well. How do we liven this up? It's not supposed to be livened up. No,
1: I I agree. They but they don't. They never get the in memoriam. You know, right. I they mean, always screwed
0: how up. Sad, really? How sad. How sad was Liza Minnelli?
1: Oh God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, we before we move on to Liza Minnelli, I do have to point out. That and maybe, maybe I just missed this because there was so much going on on the stage. You know, usually the way that they get criticized about the in memoriam is who they left out. And I do get their point like, there's always going to be some right. people left out, and they have this online thing, blah blah blah. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they left out Bob Saget, which, right. yeah, that would be that's a big one to leave out. And did they leave out Ed Asner?
0: Oh, they may have.
1: Didn't he pass away this year?
0: Oh, definitely. And he was in, and he was in up. You can't say, well, he was just a TV guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. That's a good point.
1: And I, but again, maybe they showed him and I made it. Well, because because my my point is that I don't know. Well, that's
0: the fact. The fact is you don't know because the camera is not, is not centered on the, on the people who should be respected and honored. It's on this, this ridiculous sideshow you've got going on. There's a perfect example of this. Uh, this, and, and, this is, and this is not just now. This is always, to your point. And it's not even just the Oscars. Let me just give a little quick little sidebar story on this. So uh, every year here in Chicago, you probably because you don't live in Chicago anymore, but they, they keep rerunning this um, special about Bozo Circus, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's so popular here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, um, they brought together all the clowns from Bozo Circus. They had this big event. It was one of their anniversaries at this big event at Medina Temple downtown, and they televised it, right? And they had the original Bozo Bob Bell, and they had Cookie, and Wizzo, and Sandy, and Mr. Ned, and, uh, Ringmaster Ned, everybody, right? And this is the first time some of these people have seen these people in 10 years. And they, because they retired and they were gone, you haven't seen them dressed up, and here they are. What a, this is like a, a total kind of just heartwarming, warm fuzzy. Oh my god, it brings me back to my childhood moment. You can't you can't ask for anything more. They 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 put each of them in a spotlight. It was, you know, for someone like me or anybody else who grew up in Chicago who watched this show when you're a little kid, it was, you know, you had to cry, right? Yeah. You know what they did? In the midst of this, they did this this very emotional dramatic thing where they, they, they as, as this song about be a clown came on right they were, they were singing be a clown and as they sang this song they hit a spotlight and each of these people mr ned uh cookie sandy uh you know oliver old oliver uh, the spotlight hit them it was beautiful it was they're all in darkness and then the spotlight hit them you know be a clown it was great and then you know what they did instead of just letting people absorb that and see that and just let them revel in it. All of a sudden, the song kicks up in its, in its tempo. The lights go up. And this is the most surreal thing I've ever seen. A bunch of cheerleaders come out <laughs> with pom-poms and go in front of all the clowns. And they just start doing their routines. <laughs> in front of all the clowns. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> right. And this is my point. If you're a producer of this show, instead of thinking, what am I, I'm creating a moment here. I'm thinking of, well, this is boring. We need some action. No, right. you don't need any action. You know, well, and that's what, the that, and like, so... And, and, and the ask and, and instead of all these professional people there are all these directors and all my, how could no one get that and now the other side of the thing like i said Liza that was an embarrassment that was embarrassing you okay. i understand you want to celebrate cabaret you yes. want to celebrate a legend but you know what there's a point where that i don't that was not celebrating it that was sadly either exploiting her or yeah. now you uh, you said poor liza you shouldn't I- you, shouldn't, you, you should not come away with that saying, poor Liza.
1: You know, I did think she seemed very unprepared. Oh, she be- was out I of mean, it. I
0: think, She's I think clearly not well. She may have Parkinson's. Well, she didn't even know. After she got there and, and then she did the announcement, two minutes later, I don't think she realized she even said hello because she said, oh, my gosh, I'm happy to be here. She was doing her thing again.
1: You, you know what, though? I think, like... You could see – you could kind of see the cards in her hand close enough that – and and she was kind of shuffling them. And I think what happened was I think she got her cards mixed up and so then she was nervous because she knew she wasn't going to know what to say. And then it seemed like she was kind of trying to ad-lib a little oh. bit there. She kept going, ah, um, oh, oh! <laughs>
0: She just yeah, kept she yelling. Was, <laughs> no, she was,
1: but when she was kind of I, – I, I sort of reckon – like she was and, – and you know Lady Gaga – I mean, and this is the other thing, too. This is the this is what you want to see from people at an award show like this. Like, you know, it was in such stark contrast to what happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock. You have Lady Gaga, who clearly was prepared. To to you know walk Liza through this, get her through it with the least amount of incident, right?
0: Well, she has. Well, well, she has. Well, she, well, well, she has. She has experience because she deals with Tony Bennett too. Well, Tony Bennett, she's become Hollywood's know. caretaker now.
1: Well, also, but, and also, <laughs> though, I do believe that Lady Gaga is. Oh, she's. A, a, oh. she's a class act. Oh, definitely. I believe she's a super compassionate person. I think she has a ton of respect for her fellow. No, the
0: producers artists, should not have brought her out. That's it, well, my, you, you, well, you have to, yes, you have to assess the situation and say this woman's you, not well.
1: But you can kind <laughs> of tell by the way that Lady Gaga seemed super prepared to like, you know, to, to like save this.
0: You can't. Moment. You can't. I think,
1: she, I think it was probably clear before they even got on stage that this, that that, that I'll, Liza. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened.
0: I'll tell you exactly what happened. Once again, they wanted drama. They wanted a moment. And so they knew, to your point, exactly. They knew that Liza was not well; that the Liza was not going to be able to pull this off. But they overlooked it, and I'm sure Lady Gaga, to your point, everything you say about her is correct. I'm sure she said, "You know what? I'll get her through this."
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I do think. But
0: someone I has to say that- no. You can't do that. What I, what, you know, why I respect Tony Bennett's family. Because Tony Bennett has Alzheimer's. We know that. He's had it for a while. They did this final concert. I don't know if you saw it. It was on CBS over the holidays. It was fantastic with Lady Gaga, because they made an album together. Yeah. He came out and and performed at Radio City Music Hall. They didn't know how he was gonna do. They really it was and this is my point. He nailed it. It was like unbelievable. But after that show, they said he's done. We got lucky. Mm -hmm. It's done. He's going out on a note where now when I think of Tony Bennett, I think of an amazing performance. Yeah. And now he's off the stage. He's gone. He he cannot duplicate that. You got lucky. It was an amazing moment. Cherish it. Savor it. Remember it. Liza now, my memory of Liza is a is a confused. Sick, unwell person who, sadly, then when you see her there in a wheelchair, befuddled. Now I also now have to think of the sadness of her mother, and and oh my I God, know, now she's I become know. she's become Judy Garland, and I my know, gosh, I so that, that all you so her handlers did her a disservice, yeah, for allowing this to go on. Oh, let's give her one moment. No, no, you can't do it. You know what? And 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 and, and, and while hers was so obvious. I also had to you know because I watched it all you know on, on, on DVR, I had to fast forward after the first couple of seconds through Anthony Hopkins. Clearly he's oh, yeah. losing it. What
1: was going on that I He's clearly that was-
0: lost it. I mean the guy ironically just won an Academy Award what last year or two, last year for playing a man with Alzheimer's. I don't know what happened, but clearly he's having, he's having issues. Well, he I, is...
1: I, I did also wonder though, again, I think a lot of people were still pretty stunned at that point and he seemed to be wanting to like, okay, like,
0: but he did kept he saying, I, I'm he... so happy to be, he, he kept repeating again. Know, when you hear the repeating, he you, I, I believe don't know
1: me, if he didn't, I don't know if he was trying to collect his thoughts because no. he did seem to allude to the Will Smith thing for a moment, but right. then maybe no, he, like that he decided I couldn't he didn't watch. want to, like, did he was the one he, he came out, he said exactly the right thing to change the mood in the room, and to try to move this thing on, and that was set. But I think when Anthony Hopkins came out, it almost seemed like he felt he needed to say something about it, and well, then he sort of didn't well, know be,
0: what but, to say. Well, I don't think he was... I, I Once again, uh, I appreciate your optimism, but from somebody who actually lived with someone who has Alzheimer's, I can tell you that he has issues. The repeating well, of it you could see the confusion. He was grasping for something to say and he kept coming back to what he kept saying before.
1: Right. He's got
0: issues. And once again, I understand, okay, he won the Academy Award last year, so that's the tradition, but there but has also, to be
1: also if you recall last year he wasn't there in person to accept it. He did right. like a yeah. a video thing right. or but my
0: point like is the tradition is the winner of the year before comes to give the award out mm-hmm. the next yeah. year. Now the other side of the coin is too
1: oh. Mm. what Yep. what well i was gonna say that'll be interesting to see what they do next year about will
0: Smith. <laughs> I, didn't, oh, I didn't even think of that
1: because, okay but but,
0: but yeah. and then the other state don't forget there's also controversy last year with anthony hopkins winning because the odds-on favorite was uh was uh what's his name from black panther i can't even remember his name now what was,
1: oh, oh, oh! Yeah, you know, who passed away? He passed away, uh, Chadwick. Uh, Bo- Bosman,
0: Bosman Chadwick. Chad,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So he was supposed to win. Anthony Hopkins for three days afterwards had to apologize.
1: Oh, I know, but that's the. It's so hard because nobody really. You don't really know who's going to. I win. understand it, but my point is, theory, he
0: was all. Right? He was in a in a in a controversy that once again dealt with race, and now here was this other thing. With race involved, with 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 Will Smith hitting a, 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 a you know Chris Rock, I'm sure that was 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 hovering in the room with him. All I know is though well, he I is he know. is he's 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 lost something, and the people around these people need they can't keep trotting these people out. A, a few years ago, everybody talks about Betty White. She became the you know the poster child. A few years ago, Betty White was at something, and she, you know, everybody. Oh, she's so sharp! No, she wasn't. Betty White came out, and I think it was at the Screen Actors Guild a couple of years ago, and it was embarrassing. She, the woman's ninety-eight years old. I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm not faulting her, but we can't yeah. keep trotting these people out just because they're still breathing because they're they're not in good shape and it's embarrassing and you are doing more disservice to their memory, more disservice to their legend by bringing them out in public when they when they cannot when they can no longer handle this.
1: I know, but I think you're right. It is, but it is their handlers.
0: Oh, definitely. And their family members yeah.
1: that need to be
0: But you, know, you know, really, but but really you know, but, but they had to have seen this at, at rehearsal.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it was very clear that.
0: And you hey, have to say okay, and and I know that some, and I know Lady Gaga well, probably. In fact,
1: so Liza Minnelli had. So everybody there reads off a teleprompter, right? Unless you're opening an envelope, you're reading off a teleprompter. Now, Liza, they had given her cue cards in her hand, well, not cue cards, right. but you know what yeah. I mean, index yeah. cards. Right. So she had her remarks written on those cards. Now, they probably did realize, like, ooh, this is going to be kind of touch and go, but. Maybe, if you give the producers the benefit of the doubt, maybe they thought, like, Liza Mnelli's been in show business since she was a
0: kid. Doesn't matter. maybe they're
1: thinking, put the cards in her hands. (laughs) She's going to be able to just read off the cards. All she's got to do is read her part. Okay. But- like I said, you can see the cards where she's gotten them all shuffled around. You can see she had one card flipped upside down so you could read it from the audience, you know.
0: If you're she's if you if you're lost. a parent, you know your child's name. How come you don't know it when you have Alzheimer's? whether you were know. in I, I show business this, for 80 years yeah, or not I, I the woman this, is sick but i don't think the producers of the she show she doesn't are have, the have the that capability much of a on her. they don't but have so the now- she doesn't have the capability of doing this clearly she she's at a point where and if you know Liza Minnelli you know Liza Minnelli is never she's always off she's always oh, yes. she's <laughs> no, never she, sticks yeah, to right. any script anywhere
1: Right, yeah. So
0: what are you world. expecting now? Suddenly she's going to? No. She's spontaneous. That's that's part of, of her talent.
1: No, I know. Now, the other thing that Will Smith robbed me of, <laughs> we'll say, or maybe the <laughs> world, probably the world, <laughs> robbed the world. Because, you know, there's always sort of an, I mean, usually there's like a whole thing about all the stuff that happened, right? And there was a lot, but nobody really talked about any of it because of that. Right. But, uh, what was the deal with the, uh, when they went to accept the award for Drive My Car? What was the deal with the lady standing on stage taking notes? I don't know what that was. <laughs> what? What was that? I it's don't like, know in a normal year that would have been one of the number one questions that right be, you know like they always do like Oscar questions right. answers for yeah, right. all these mysterious happenings that would have been like at the top of the list yeah no what, that was that lady got up with I guess that was the producer of the film right either yeah. the producer or the right. director because they were winning yeah. best what were they winning um
0: the best foreign film right
1: yeah best best foreign feature yeah. yeah. Not foreign feature, that's not what it is. International well, Whatever they feature. call it they
0: now. Call it's the it same now. thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <gasps> <laughs> but she came up there with him with a little notepad
0: oh, no. I, I, and a I,
1: pen. I, yeah. And and then I didn't know if like maybe she had remarks written on that, but no, she was actually writing things down.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe she was journaling. And
1: this <laughs> a mystery that I feel well, will see, here's the thing. be solved this, now because well, nobody's yeah. going to remember But that. And to your
0: point from earlier, you know, this is the thing. Okay, if, 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 if the Oscars now, and always have been, as I said last week, you know, this, is, this was one of the, the biggest. It used to be, you know, Super Bowl numbers, you know, billions of people. It was the biggest event held annually in the world right on television i mean it was it dominated everything now it's just an out an, an, but but you know to your point like right? well you know this thing may have helped you know you know get interest in it okay so is the oscars then a freak show or is it an award show if if we're now looking for i mean the grammys for instance the grammys aren't even an award show anymore you don't even know they 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 they're 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 angry when they have to give an award out. Well
1: because they're, they want they want it because it's all about the performance. Right. So
0: right, but my point is the Grammys and this is what happened. The Grammy Awards and you might be a little too young to understand. The Grammy Awards were always on television got the worst ratings ever. Because the Grammys were kind of viewed as the Academy Awards of music. So there was a show called the American Music Awards which mm-hmm. was produced by Dick Clark who is Mr. Mainstream. And so these were all very popular. You know, they were all based on on uh on on you know, the public's voting. Mm-hmm. So the American Music Awards used to always get huge ratings because they were celebrating the pe- the stuff that 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 the people liked. They got the big stars there and it was just this show. The Grammys on the other hand were voted on by industry insiders. So necessarily the most popular stuff n- didn't win. Because they were looking at the quality of it. So the show right. was much more low-keyed. They didn't, you know, the winners uh, were sometimes people that no one even heard the record. Who's that? Yeah. So there was a point about 10 years ago or so, or 15 years ago, where CBS said, look, you either going to get some ratings or we're not putting you on anymore. So now that, the, the the at the Grammys, the awards actually get in the way. If you watch the show, it's almost like a hindrance. Like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, don't worry about it. We're going to give this a war away, but then we're going to have you know Dua Lipa, you know Loompa is going to come back on, and don't worry. So stay tuned. <laughs> Oompa you know, loompa. oompa loompa. Well, gonna come you
1: know, I'm surprised you haven't warmed up to her now that she has. Oh, I like, know. Duetted with, with number one. Yeah, I mean, gave Elton
0: his number one, his first number one song, uh, and yeah, in, in the UK I mean, in 30 yeah. years.
1: I, I mean, clearly, you're not going to warm up to do a lead. No, I do.
0: No, I do, no. But it was funny. But I used, but I did used to call her oompa loompa when she first I started. Still
1: do and still do. Did. Oh,
0: believe me, at at his concert, ironically, at his concerts now, he sings that song.
1: Well, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, it's a
0: huge hit. I know, but my point is, he sings it to you know. the The irony is, he does this two and a half hour show. It's all about him playing the piano and his band and the, and everything else. And then he does this song, and it's played to a pre recorded track.
1: Well, yeah, he's I, not
0: playing the piano. He's just sitting there singing to it. There's a video of her singing her parts. It's it's against everything that the rest of the show you know, represents and it gets a huge ovation because everybody in the place knows that song.
1: Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's ironic because for people like me, I'm like, Okay, it's a, it's fine, you know, but I I I I, I, well, be I haven't honest, listened to it. honest, it's
1: really a mashup of two of Yeah, these he didn't even. Yeah.
0: Hits, well, yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's yeah, there's actually a few of uh, in there. A uh, few more than that in there, but yeah, he didn't even he never he didn't re-record those vocals. Those are his original vocals from Sacrifice. Oh, oh are
1: they really? Oh yeah. Oh.
0: It's a total oh. mashup. He th- he just he this 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 Penal group is is an Australian kind of electronic band and he did this about 10 years ago with them. He just said, "Hey, here, here's my catalog. Here's my masters. Go in and just do whatever you want with it. So they they, they had a, they, they did a, an album about ten years ago, which was also number one in, in, in England, where they, they just took all different parts of you know songs, completely different you know different melodies, uh, different uh, you know with, with different lyrics from different songs from ten years before. And they just all mashed them up, and it was it was you know it, I wasn't crazy about it, but I don't like that kind of music. But they tried to do it again. Apparently, this was the best of the lot. Of, of the second chance. So they just said, okay, we'll just do this one song. But yeah, he's not, he didn't re record that. She did. But those right. are his vocals from Sacrifice from 1989. Wow. Yeah. There's nothing new there. He didn't know. They just no. delivered it to him. They just sent him an email and said, here's what I did.
1: So like it wasn't like he and Dua Lipa actually collaborated. No, the
0: no, together. they they had the song done, and then someone said, "Hey, you know, you know, wouldn't it be good if she did this?" And he called her up and say, "What do you want to do?" It? She said, "Yeah, I'll do it." Well, of course she's has got I yeah. mean, yeah. No, you better there was do no it. collaboration just, like there. No, this was just this was done in a studio. The guy took the Elton's lyrics. He took, uh, you know, he he created a beat to it. He took some other uh, background vocals. Uh, there's toward the end you can hear this, like, you know, "Sure, uh, sure." That's a song from 1976 of his, and and there's some other little little melodies and and instruments from that. So so, so he just mashed it together. Uh, yeah. th- the guy that really winds up being the um, the beneficiary of that is Elton's lyricist, Bernie Taupin. He didn't have anything to do, and he's getting a paycheck because well, he wrote those course, lyrics.
1: He, well, yeah.
0: No, no. My point is, he wasn't even involved. He didn't even. There wasn't even a, like, here, go do this, and you know, I, I'm sure one day they woke up and said, oh, by the way, you know, they just created this mash. Oh, whatever. You know, no yeah. one will hear it, and now he's getting checks, right? You know, right. so he really was like, whoa, whatever. I'll, I guess I'll take another normal song again too, but yeah, not? Um, but yeah. But my point is that that you know that that whole that 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 whole kind of thing. Just uh, you know, is a is a is a whole different world, and the Grammys now are about the like you just said they're about the performances. Who's going to be at the Grammys and who and who wore what at the Grammys? You don't what okay. There's another question. What was Song of the Year last year for at the Grammys? This year? Oh, they didn't. You know oh. what? They haven't had the Grammys yet. In fact, they delayed them. They're going to be in a couple of weeks, aren't they? I they?
1: haven't watched the Grammys yeah. in years. Well, because well, I, I, I can't. Be I
0: I feel as if I'm like I'm like my mom and dad watching rock and roll now. When I watched right. the Grammys, I have no idea who <laughs> any of these people are, you know, so it, it, yeah, that, that isn't even out of my radar screen anymore, but they made a, a concerted effort and that's what mo- that's why I still like to watch the Screen Actors Guild because at least that focuses on the acting.
1: Yeah. Now, but you know what though? I think with the Oscars, the problem is what the problem is, is like perpetuating the problem, which is. They're grasping at straws because they know that people are losing interest. They know that people don't like the show anymore. They know the ratings are down. So they're constantly grasping at straws, trying to do different things and try different things. And like the one word that keeps popping up over the last couple of days, I've noticed like consistently, no matter what you're watching, whether you're watching the Today Show or you're reading CNN or The New Yorker, chaos. Is the one word that keeps coming back, and so the Oscars have now reached a point of just chaos. I guess as I said, there it's a freak
0: show. It's well, that's my point. I, I I just I think that there will always be an Oscars, but I really believe that. Ironically, last week on this podcast, I I asked if they were still relevant, and a week later, I come I've come on I never I didn't expect to have an answer so quick, but in my view. The Oscars at this point are, are irrelevant to me. They, nobody is seeing these movies because sadly Hollywood has sold out. They're not making the kind of movies that they did, is your point that you said at the top of this. Are we making great movies anymore? Now, if you remember when we've talked about this and I've been giving you my, over the years, I've given you my problems with the Oscars. And one thing that I have said, which I was, I was heartened to see until I saw the execution. If you remember a few podcasts over the years, I've said to you, the Oscars are about celebrating film. So what they should have is more um, features or instead of all these dance segments, all this other BS, Mm -hmm. celebrate movies, show movies from the past, show clips to get people involved to say, wow, I never saw that movie, I never heard that movie but maybe i want to see it so we can appreciate what was made in the past because right now what we're seeing is disposable movies but like you said the, you know whether it's james bond or the godfather these are films that are going to last for another 500 years so when i hear they're going to do a uh, you know a tribute to the godfather for its 50th anniversary i go wow okay someone was listening this is exactly what i was saying mm-hmm. you know Bring back a film that's worthy, that everybody should know about, or at least heard about, and maybe they'll be intrigued to see it, and celebrate that. And they showed a nice montage of the films. Great. And then, once again, they dropped the ball. They bring out Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Francis Ford Coppola. Why was Al Pacino? Why were Al Pacino and Robert De Niro there?
1: I know they didn't say a word. They didn't say a word. They, they said "Viva Ukraine," but they, yeah, they, yeah. they I found that bizarre too. I'm yeah. like, what is the point of bringing these guys yeah. out? So if yeah. they're not going to get to say anything, just
0: stood there. So that was ridiculous. Then Francis Ford Coppola comes out and really says nothing. He—he just—he he mentioned two people, Robert Evans. And uh, and I can't remember uh, Mario
1: Puzo. Who, and Mario Puzo
0: who wrote it, right? But he didn't offer any insight. He just said their names. He said Robert Evans, and he didn't say why Robert Evans. He didn't say who Robert Evans was. Once again, there's a billion people watching. Everybody isn't in that room with you. You're playing to you're not playing to the room, the audience in the room. You're playing to the audience around the world. You can't just say Robert Evans. Because ninety nine percent of the people do not know who Robert Evans was or is. Right now, everybody in that room might, and I still got. I'm still telling you, anybody you know, thirty thirty five years old or younger doesn't even know who he is. So, explain why you are thanking Robert Evans. Th- explain why you are thanking Mario. Don't just say Mario Puzo. I, if I don't know The Godfather, then I certainly don't know who Mario Puzo is. So, I mean, give me it, some insight. Once again, they did. they the, the idea was was well crafted, but they didn't execute it. You know, you 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 have to tell. You know, well, well, he says, well, you tell Francis Ford Coppola. can you give us? They they had their their remarks. We know they they have rehearsal. Somebody and supposed to say, you know, can you at least expound on this? And if he doesn't want to, then you know what? Then have somebody there. Before you introduce Mario Puzo, have a critic there that explains why this movie is important and why it is good, and here we have, and if he just wants to come out and make this ridiculous uh, speech that that was two minutes long, had no information, and you had two screwballs standing next to him just waving, what the hell was that?
1: Well, it's weird, too, because that was not just done in isolation, the Godfather thing. There were several of those throughout the broadcast, right? right? They did the Pulp Fiction one, White Men Can't Jump. Obviously, Cabaret was mentioned that it was the anniversary, but clearly that wasn't going to be like a bit, you know, because that would not have worked. But like when you think about it, the White Men Can't Jump um, presentation and the Pulp Fiction, those were, you know, scripted out and all – of Well, in both cases, it was three of them. They all participated in the banter and said something about the film, you know, um, and so it was really straight. It was almost as if maybe Francis Ford Coppola just said, I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. Like, don't give me any. Well, I tell you, here's uh, what I you know, think. Like, no. I don't know. How, why else? Why would that be so? Well,
0: because I'll tell you why, because from- because Robert De Niro is a horrible public speaker. He if he doesn't have a script, this guy can't put two words together.
1: Yes, but they but they could provide him with a script. They clearly scripted the remarks. I
0: know, but even a, when he know, read, my point is, I mean, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean cue cards. He can't read when he reads off a of cue cards. He's terrible. He's awful. And, and 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 Al Pacino is the same way. I've seen him. They 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 it, with Al Pacino, he's another guy that will go off on a tangent. So there's two guys who obviously you know they're they're the they're that. The, the dynamic of they're amazing actors, and yet they're horrible public speakers. And once they're not acting, they they are reclusive and and intro and they're, they're you know they they're they're introverts. So well,
1: and I and I get that, and I respect that. Yeah, not but my point really is, to, but it did seem very strange yeah. to trot them out and then have them not even say. Well, words, my point
0: is, my, my point is that whatever the intended purpose was of that segment. It was a complete failure because as if, if I don't if, if I do not know anything about the Godfather, and the whole idea is to once again celebrate and pay tribute to this, and if the idea was to actually create some interest, either as a long-time fan to me to say, wow, that was great, or B, more importantly, to a younger generation who, who, who anything that happened five years ago they think is ancient history, so they don't know anything. If you want to reach that, that, that group and actually maybe intrigue them to say, you know, and, and interest them and engage them and say, maybe you want to watch this Godfather thing. I know it's an old movie. It's 50 years old. And hey, you know, if I was 15 and you showed me, a, you know, a, a Charlie Chaplin movie when I was 14, I wouldn't want to see it either. Because yeah. it happened when I it was 50 years ago. I don't know what that means. But if you want to do that today, because of the access, we have access to these movies. You can do this. You can watch The Godfather anytime you want. But I didn't learn anything new about that. I didn't, I, it didn't do anything to capture my imagination to say, wow. Whereas if I understand, if you want to have Francis Ford Copeland do that, but you know what? If you see in rehearsal what this is going to be, Then you pivot and you say, you know what, if that's all you want to do, Francis, fine, you're Francis Ford Coppola. You can say whatever you want, or you can say three lines, or you can talk for 20 minutes. But if that's what you're going to do, then I'm going to have some, uh, 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 before you come out, I'm going to have a a critic or somebody, I'm going to have Ben Mankiewicz come out, and I'm going to have him give a, a history of The Godfather. And give me a three minute or four minute little overview as to why this movie is so important, why it's still uh, considered great, and why everybody should see it. And and here are the people that were. In, and then boom, that's how you do that.
1: Now, well, I, Diddy, Diddy did do kind of like an intro. It wasn't that why he was out there. To yeah, I know,
0: but him? I. But Diddy is. I mean, Diddy. he
1: kind of talked about his own connection. Yeah, to I understand him. that.
0: Yeah, did. right. Which is fine, but uh, you know. Diddy is not the guy that that I want to be. Is not I'm not going to take uh, you know movie advice from.
1: <laughs> He's very into <laughs> yeah. uh film. He is.
0: I know. Okay. Boy, you can't. You're, you know, I can't wait till about four more years because then you're going to come over to my side and say, you know what? I remember I was listening to that podcast like four years ago, and boy, was I naive, Jim. I guess I just needed to. I just. I, I guess I needed to be seasoned a little. <laughs> I you're don't still know. you're I still you're still holding on it's because
1: i get you know why because i get distracted by pretty things so i see all the glitz and the glamour, the beautiful dresses oh
0: my god can i say uh, one word but i mean two words what was the key what was the key message of the red carpet and all the women at that uh, event
1: the key message i don't know but is this going to be about tracy ellis Ross?
0: <laughs> no it's going to be about one word breasts i no, never saw
1: I mean, more breasts Hollywood.
0: i never saw but i know but i mean amy schumer was showing cleavage okay well, she's like Hollywood. i understand that know. but i mean did you, see, did you see did you see uh venus william or uh, was it venus or yeah i think it was venus william did you see her dress
1: I saw all the dresses okay. this is not new I mean dresses. I
0: don't know they must have they must have got a ruler out
1: well, no, I thought Tracy Ellis Ross was the one who was in most danger of a wardrobe <laughs> malfunction, oh, should I we mean, say. I was very worried for her when she was uh, presenting. But somehow they pulled it off. I don't know. There must have been some mysterious industrial. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Double, there yeah, there double had to have been gorilla tape, tape or, or yeah, or double or, sided. Yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. Double-sided, yeah because that
1: was looking. I was worried for her that there yeah. was going to be a malfunction. But um, no, I mean, you know, I get these. I don't know. Like when Zoe Kravitz. Came out on stage. It literally took my breath away. <laughs> I I forgot about the Will Smith thing because she looked so amazing. Like, so I get distracted by these okay, things. Okay, well, like watching, as long as it is, you I know. like watching them, I didn't watch the red carpet though. You'll be yeah, you didn't be well I couldn't because wow. I wasn't
0: home oh, wow. I, I wasn't home and then like I and then I see, I wanted, see so I the, uh, in, the in another time or... another time there would have been no I wasn't home you would no, have made sure not have left you were home no. so this I'm I, as I said it's gonna take you a while to come to the dark side with me and I await you I my my hand is outstretched well when that happens <sighs> I, maybe am what do. I am Darth Vader I am waiting know. <laughs> Emily <laughs> come <laughs> i am your father <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think maybe when that day comes what I'll do is I'll only watch the red carpet and then I won't <laughs> right. even bother with right. it. but but at the moment you're still watching the broadcast so
0: you're Well still, I well but well, once again this would I mean but I'll tell you like I said I I, I didn't have a choice cause, but but I did have a choice because I decided to go to a concert that I didn't have to go to and not watch the academy awards. I don't think 20 years ago I would have done that. I would have said, "Oh my god, I can't do that. The Oscars are on." So, I was willing to to, you know, DVR it and watch it the next day and whatever. And so that to me, as I said before, from somebody who used to be so psyched by this, Oh,
1: I remember. I yeah. know. I remember. You used to give me a copy of
0: your on. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I'm not BSing here. So for me to say, you know what, I could watch it tomorrow. Yeah, that's a huge leap, and and then to hear what happened at this, to, to that that completely obliterated. Once again, when we get back to the the main topic again, this was about movies. This is not about Will Smith having to either prove to his wife that he loves her or that he's her protector or all this other psychological baggage that he's carrying or some macho thing that he's got to prove because he's always viewed as kind of like this, you know, happy-go-lucky guy, you know, of all the rappers, he's the one who never swore, you know, so he's got this this image within the rap world that he's a lightweight, you know, he's not...
1: It's a very wholesome image. Well,
0: that's my call. point. But yeah. the rappers don't yeah. have a wholesome image. They they no, Tupac Shakur think. got killed. So my point is that that uh, you know that he's, uh, he's 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 in the rap world, but he's also looked as a lightweight cuz he was just Mr. Wholesome and you know uh the fresh prince. He wasn't, you know, uh, you know effing the cops. Well,
1: no.
0: So now so now so he's got rap. street cred. Uh-huh. Now he's not the the fresh prince of Bel-Air. He's the pissed prince of Bel-Air. So he's got some street cred now, at least in his mind he does. So my point is there's a lot of issues f- floating around Will Smith that, uh, that clearly need to be resolved. But my point is the night was supposed th- to me the most telling point, as I said earlier, the most telling point was I spoke about this show uh, with my wife for a half hour and we never discussed one winner. Yeah, That to me, when I hung up the phone, I said, oh, my God. I forgot to ask her what was best picture or who was best actor. You know, I think, no, she told me that because she said, you know, when he won the award later. So I knew he yeah. won, but that was the only, you know, so this is the night where it's supposed to be about Hollywood, about its history, about its, its, its present day and about its future. The future stars, the future directors who are going to move forward. This, this w- had none of that. This all and every winner, if you notice every winner, Checked a box. Every winner checked a box. They can't complain that women don't win best director awards. Jane Campion won that. They can't complain that uh, people of color didn't win because we have Will Smith. Wow, the uh, the woman from West Side Story. She checked seven boxes. She's a lesbian. She's a Hispanic. Check the box there. Every, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see I one of those movies.
1: Why, I don't think that's why they won, though. I mean, oh, okay. Didn't I didn't Marino see one of those movies, and I predicted every one control? of those winners.
0: I knew that Coda was going to win. I knew that the deaf actor was going to win. That's way that in this in this era right now of Hollywood of this total inclusion, there is no way that they were not going to give Coda that movie, and there was no way. As much as it made history, it was no surprise to me that that guy won. No surprise at all.
1: Well, I think it was no surprise because he had won all the other awards. I understand
0: in the that, out. but my point is that when when now when they're we you know their whole thing is ever since the you know the, the, the all the controversy of the last couple of years of people of color not being and women not being uh nominated, when you go through this list, they they're, they're the Oscars are very happy. They're like, no one can complain. We covered everybody here. And if you don't think that there's some, I'm not saying that they rigged the vote, but that's the the impression in that voting body now is, what are going to be those official? Because long after this 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 is forgot, you know, this is done, those winners will remain as a part of history.
1: Well, yeah, but and I so those names will
0: there. And I'm not saying they weren't deserving.
1: No, I know. I'm they're... just
0: saying is that, but it, it, it made. If you look at the winners. It's the most diverse, inclusive list that you could ask for. You've got a female director, which has always been the problem. You've got a best actor, as, a, as a, was an African-American. You've got a best supporting actress, uh, as is a, a, a Hispanic and a lesbian. And you've got a deaf first- time uh, best supporting actor and you've got a movie about a deaf family that's all in subtitles what more can you ask for if your goal is diversity and inclusion tell me where where tell me I just listed all the major the winners there tell me where that 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 list doesn't check every box
1: I know I'm just saying that I don't think they want to check a box though I do think that the Academy they've uh, announced over the recent years that they have taken steps to have more representation throughout the academy, you know, among their members. Right, um, but and, all and I can so, say is,
0: and, look at I just read you the list. Where where's doesn't doesn't that seem to fit exactly their their agenda?
1: Well, yeah, but it's not. It's like you right, but the, but I do believe though that those. It's all
0: right. Oh, look, Emily, I'll give you four years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> i see it's gonna take a while i'm trying to just present you with facts and then you know in a couple of years you'll begin we'll,
1: re- we'll revisit you, it then. you'll
0: begin to see the light <laughs> and then you'll wind up telling me did you you know you know what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to the day when you're gonna tell me what i just told you did you see how they all check the boxes
1: oh no
0: and i'm gonna say oh
1: we'll see if there even is an oscar (laughs) (laughs) well that's my point let's that remains yeah
0: well they'll definitely do it till 100 then then we might have to and and, and here's the thing too this is another and i have brought this up on several occasions about other things in our pop culture especially you know i understand this has been going on for 94 years right but you know there is a time when some ideas just they 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 they're they're past their time, you know what i mean, and yeah. i'm wondering if you know like for instance you know like magazines and and like you know like like, like Rolling Stone magazine, which is you know something that i've i've been a subscriber for years it, it it's it's a it's it 's a far cry from what it ever was it's it's completely irrelevant now, you know and they're keeping it alive it's on life support it, it, i don't even know what it is I have a lifetime subscription I, I would never subscribe to it if If I had to renew, but they gave me a lifetime subscription thirty years ago, yeah, so I just get it. I would never get it. I would never pay for it anymore. i I, I literally go through it in seven minutes. I, there's not There's yeah. maybe one name that I recognize and one face, so I don't even know why I get it. There, I should just tell them no, But the only reason I keep getting it is because I think I've told you this before. The only reason I, 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 don't, I don't just tell them, stop sending it and don't waste my time is because on the mailing label. They have the year that my subscription will lapse. Oh. And I don't forget this is a lifetime subscription. Right. And yet they have a year on there. So what? Yeah.
1: What's your what's your year? How long My is year is here like for?
0: 1950 <laughs> to Stone. Is, is, if, yeah, yeah, Rolling Stone has me um they're going to they're going to stop it um in um let's see in uh in in 2053 when I'm 90. Oh. Or 89
1: oh, or Rolling 90. Stone.
0: Yeah, wow, so they I don't
1: think you're going to make yeah, it past 90. So
0: yeah, so my goal now is to beat the Rolling Stone prediction. Yeah. Yeah, my that so that's the only reason I get it is so that
1: You know what I think, Jim? I think you're going to outlive Rolling Stone. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Oh because on on January 8th, uh I'm call, you know, 2053 or whatever, I'm calling them up and say you better keep sending this thing. Yeah. I'm still alive. Ha ha ha. Yeah. So when I saw that number, you know, 20 years ago I went, "Ooh. That's yeah. creepy." But now I'm like, "Okay, you have given me reason to uh, to to get a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm Rolling Stone that itself
1: giving you motivation
0: yes, to, to stay alive. Exactly. <laughs> but my point is, there are some ideas that at the time they may have been revolutionary. They may have been right on and they spoke to to us for years but as time has gone on they have lost their relevance they have lost their importance and they don't really need to be around and 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 and, and I don't know maybe the academy awards is getting to that point it it's too bi- you know it, it's too big of a still in some people's minds at least it's still this you know this major event but as i said before if the movie business continues to go down this road and ice in, you know, and, and alienate, I mean, you you are a major film fan, right? Mm-hmm. You live in your favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. You love movies. You still are clinging to that you know that that thing, but you have to admit that you don't see movies with the same regularity that you used to and you have to admit that and you're still and you have to admit that that there's lesser films that are moving you and um and that you're saying oh my god i love this movie right
1: right but you know what i did i have to so and that is a combination that's a combination of you know, once I had kids, right. like, it's I get not as that. easy to just get to the movies and then you you know, you wait for it to come on and then you forget. You know, like you wait for it to be on streaming and then you lose track but of see, you what's wouldn't be like, but see my point but is you I wouldn't will forget. Tell you this, for the right things. So I have to admit, when Scream came out, you know, there was the a new new one? installment of Scream that came out mm-hmm, around the holidays, I think it was. Yeah. Maybe it was January, I forget. Yeah. And You would have known we were, before. So this was during the Omicron surge, right. <laughs> and I really, really wanted to see it. I mean, I really wanted to see it for many reasons, but I also felt like I wanted to see it in the theater because I was worried that I was going to eventually come across a spoiler, you know, because there's just too much
0: right. yeah, information yeah. out there Yeah,
1: at your family. Like literally just scrolling through a Facebook feed, I could see a spoiler, Right. Around, you know, so my husband and I because <laughs> I wasn't ready, ready to go to the movies yet because right. it, it yeah. wasn't it was a COVID surge. Yeah. We rented out a theater so I could see screen What? Yes What? Yes, but What does that even mean? Well, this is funny. So I didn't even know this existed until I was trying to figure this out. So there was one theater. It's like one of those theaters where you go and you can eat a whole meal on that. That place, we we reached out to them to say, hey, do you guys ever do like private showings, whatever? They literally sent back like a bid, like a – Here's your proposal. That was an insane amount of money. I mean, it was like $1,200. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. That's ridiculous. Like my husband thought about it for a second. and I was like, absolutely (laughs) not. Like that's very sweet of you, but like that's ridiculous donate that money to charity oh my! so now God. i just dropped the idea right so one day out of the blue i'm like looking i'm like thinking maybe i could go at a time like during the day when the kids are at school and like nobody else is really there and i can maybe look and see because you know how everyone you've talked about this on the podcast for yeah. when people book the seats ahead of time right. now you yeah. Know? yeah maybe i can look and see if one of the theaters like maybe just right before <laughs> right. it's going to, you know an there's hour nobody before there any seats if there's nobody there i'll go right so i go on that like, like an a.m see a theaters website yeah we have one at the mall down the road from us and i i'm scrolling through and i'm looking and i noticed this little button i almost didn't see it <laughs> every single day at four thirty, they have a quote private screening op- t- time oh that my. you can select a movie right. and you can and it's not that much money and, and, you know, and this must be how I suppose people probably do do this for, like, birthday parties and stuff. Right. But I think in COVID times, yeah. I, they've made this a daily option. It's every day except, I think, Saturday and Sunday. Right. So yeah. Monday through Friday.
0: Yeah, because they're like, why not?
1: You can book out.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And we and we did that. <gasps> and
0: it was oh just the two
1: of us in God. the theater. Oh, you could actually add, I mean, you could, I could have invited, you know, right. I could have invited 10 of my friends yeah, if I yeah, wanted yeah, to, yeah. you know, if I was like, okay, right. we're in a bubble, whatever. Right. So I actually did. So when, so is it
0: like a couple I, of concert tickets?
1: Well, what do you mean? Like you just.
0: No, it's, it's, I mean, you, no. I mean, my, my point is the the price, is it like, is like if oh, I was going yeah, to see I mean, the Rolling oh. Stones?
1: Oh, God, it was much cheaper than going to see The Rolling Stones. I mean, my one <laughs> ticket for The Rolling Stones cost double what I paid to rent that theater. Out. Oh, wow. But that is The Rolling Stones, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I mean, I do – when it's really, really – and I guess this is to – you know, really to speak to the point of like, we need people making, Now I'm not saying that the new scream installment was a great movie, right? but the original scream was a great movie that I will always remember. I remember going to see it in the theater. Like it was yesterday, 1996. <sighs> and I still remember it. Cause I, I went with a friend, like the first week it was open. I remember watching that opening scene. I remember turning. It was my, actually my roommate turning to her and saying like, after the first 10 minutes, like, Okay, I have to go home now. This is too scary. I have to leave. I'm going to have to leave the theater now. But it had such an impact, and I was young. You know right. I, that that was right in my wheelhouse at that time, right? Because I was young. All of those eight, Nev Campbell, right. um, oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore, I mean, they were all, yeah. you know, in my kind of big, yeah. Courtney the, the Cox. like, in-girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of that genre. I mean, Courtney Cox is a little older than me, and, and yeah. also Drew Barrymore. And yeah, but know, I was just but saying, that she
0: point, was on Friends. Yeah, I mean, she was... She was huge, yeah, yeah. Friends was a huge... Yeah. Thing.
1: yeah. And so And so I did just want to see this, and I never had expectations of it really being that good, but it's just one of those things where I was like, I just want to see it, you know? And so I will... So you can still... Even when life takes over and you don't get to the movies as much, or you know, for me, I think that for if it's something I really want to see, and Man. COVID also made you it are you are Hugh Hefner, you
0: are Hugh Hefner, you are you are Elvis, you are renting out theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I
1: think it's it's become more accessible in COVID (laughs) times to do that because they have to make it.
0: Oh, wow! I can't. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, I I will never let you let this one down. Wow!
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm not ashamed. Okay, I all I wanted to do was see (laughs) scream.
0: You are now Elvis Arminetti. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Same initials.
1: <laughs> um, I have news for you. It probably cost a lot less than your. Oh, Elton John! I'm sure it so did. Let's not. Uh, yeah,
0: I know let's it let's did, but but shows. but you do have to concede that the idea of. <laughs> of you having your own movie theater and just walking in even if it cost much cheaper which it probably did of any Elton concert I've seen in the last 15 years without a doubt just the idea though that you rented out a theater oh my god did it feel weird when you walked in there like this is like where should we sit um, no, I
1: was pretty awesome. I was happy not to have, I had my couple of cocktails. Like,
0: did you, get yeah, so did they give you the food?
1: Yeah, I mean, you just, well, no, we, well, the so we, they, we ended up not at a food, food place because that place wanted $1,600, Yeah, right? right. Um.
0: Oh, so you, you didn't, no, get. oh, no, so, the, oh, so, oh had, so you, no, oh, they so you so just had, had like the regular popcorn and.
1: Yeah, 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 which is all I want. If I'm going to see Scream, that's what I want. I just need popcorn and. But
0: where'd you get the cocktails from?
1: Well, they have bar. You know, Jim, we've talked about this. They I have bars in movie theaters I theater haven't been now. to a theater. Even so your long. mall, your run-of-the-mill, mall yeah,
0: that's true. Movie yeah. theater,
1: they yeah. have bars there now, yeah, because yeah. they've got to keep up. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, you know, the full service. Place. The alcohol, so, yeah.
0: yeah, we have. To, they have to keep up with the alcoholic millennials.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Well, it's not even that. No, the millennials don't drink. It's it's the Generation Xers.
0: Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Well, they. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm surprised they don't sell heroin. No,
1: then. millennials don't drink because they look at my generation. They're like, ah.
0: Eh. Yeah. No, but they're all into whiskey now. Now they're no, they're all into whiskey and all the other. BS, you
1: know. So yeah, you know, I made mean, it. Yeah, I mean, wow. if there's something worth seeing. If there's something worth seeing.
0: You I'll will. We will rent out a theater.
1: I'll make it happen. Oh
0: my god, that's crazy! Yeah. Well, I can't. I, you know what? I, 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 you know, I could talk to you for hours and, and have, but um, I can't top that now. That's all. Nope. We, we're we're done.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's the period on this. Uh, that's the period at the end of the sentence. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. Oh my right. god! I can I, I don't even know where to go. I have to. I have to. De- I have to decompress after hearing this. <laughs> Holy cow! I can't talk about anything right now. I'm going to have to just go in a room and with the with the lights out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get pictures of you from 30 years ago. Remember that little sweet girl that <laughs> I used to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually not 30 years. Thankfully, it's 20 years.
1: No, yeah, not not that long. But, yeah, uh, please don't add 10 years. But it's before. longer than
0: 20. I got news for you. When did you start? Oh, you, we probably worked together. What in like 90s? 2000.
1: And no, is that
0: when you started in 2000? Yep. Oh, you. Yep. Oh, really? So we're 20. Well, I thought you were years later. Ago. I nope, thought you were a little later than that. It was 2000? Yep.
1: January of 2000. And Honestly, back. Right after, right after the, uh, the Y2K, the infamous Y2K. Oh January really? So that's when thought you... their bank accounts were going to be emptied and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: that's true. Cause I, yeah, that's probably, yeah. Because I took over in like mid 99. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 22 years.
0: 22 years. Holy smokes. I just, I just actually, um, Emily and I worked together, at a public relations firm now as we as we say 22 years ago and i just went through some old pictures and um i when 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 we had our uh, group uh, christmas party here at, at my house mm mm-hmm. and there's a picture of you wearing my fez from my shriners fez
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I can send it to you. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, you I should. It. Yeah, so. Well, now that you have a smartphone, you can yes. snap, a, snap a picture of it on your I could
0: and just send it. And yeah. You can send it to me. I could text me. it it's to just
1: you. Just that easy, Jim. Yeah, like the other
0: day on my smartphone, I had some, uh, uh, you know, some uh, a contractor to looking at something he has to fix. And so he says, well, why don't you just, uh, you know, instead of me coming out, because it doesn't sound like it's a major job, why don't you just take out pictures of it and just, uh, you know, send it to my text? Yeah. So I, of course, immediately got afraid because i'm like oh my god and i said oh of course i'll do that in a second and i'm like i don't know how to do that and it's so easy
1: it's so easy oh
0: it's so easy i tell you i it's amazing i i do i do actually now that i have one i believe that this smartphone thing's going to catch on
1: oh yeah i do
0: i really i i i I can honestly say that uh,
1: yeah i believe you you're always i'm an
0: early adopter and you are
1: yeah um, (laughs) <laughs> always leading
0: the way. But you know what's so funny is that I am now, uh, like, it's so funny. Like, I'm finding things I never would have thought of that I can do. Like, I mean, I was at the, I, I think I've always said, yeah, you know, when I go to an airport, you know, in the past, I would always have, like, magazines or newspapers to read. Oh, you know? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now, the other day I was in the airport, I'm scrolling yep and i'm even listening to my Sirius on my headphones while i'm scrolling
1: yep Yep. oh you could listen to this podcast i was yeah i was in i had
0: to i got to the airport early i was i was you know in the gate for like an hour and a half right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (sighs) went by in two seconds yeah unbelievable
1: well, I've been trying to tell you this for years, <laughs> but okay. I'm glad you finally came yeah. around.
0: Well, I'm still like I said, I'm. Uh, I'm going to have to. I have to take my blood pressure right now after hearing that story. <laughs> 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 what happened to that sweet little naive Emily that I used to know? <laughs> she's renting out. She's renting well, you out know, theaters. Listen,
1: it's a pandemic, and I had to see this movie. <laughs> wow,
0: so, unbelievable! Yeah. Well, we have <laughs> talked for this is now officially the longest podcast I've ever done.
1: There, there's no
0: way. Yeah, I've never done this. Is an hour and forty seven minutes. Oh my god. We have been talking for an hour, but I've I've been entertained. Hopefully, uh, the folks have too. Emily, thank you so much for your knowledge, your enthusiasm, your opinion, and and that last little, um, uh, you know, bombshell you just dropped. <laughs> thank you for your honesty. Wow. Mm-hmm. If yep. even if I have or ever had done that, I would never admit it. <laughs> You are welcome. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. And uh, wow, if you are listening to this, you are, this is history. After oh, more than 300 podcasts, you have just finished listening to the longest podcast I've done in 300 and now six episodes. And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com. Or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast, we are there. Don't forget, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and your devotion is much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 306. I'm Jim Toronto. I ain't here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic from the end of the web to your screen.